What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplify podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, helping you simplify the video creation process so that you can reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. Whether that's understanding YouTube and the strategies on how to build a channel for your business or understanding some of the tech and how to get past your fear of being on camera, learn a little bit about the camera so you can actually use it and actually leveraging video for your business. So if you're ready to get started, let's dive right into this week's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. This week, we're talking about creating better YouTube thumbnails. Now, I should say your thumbnails need work. <laughs> like, like, let's just get it out there on the table. Like, let's just be honest. Most people's thumbnails could use some work. There are even things that I myself find myself going back and it's just like, I can do better. And I'll go back and I'll update a thumbnail and it will do, and the video will perform better. Thumbnails are highly, highly important. And if you are not recognizing the severity, like if you're putting more focus, more energy, more work into your regular video and not the thumbnail, something is wrong. A thumbnail should not take you five to 10 minutes. I'm sorry. Good thumbnails do not take five to 10 minutes. I'm not saying that you need to carve out a week in order to really put some work into this, but I am saying it doesn't take five to 10 minutes. I'm saying five to 10 minutes is the, I'm just making something format of a creating a thumbnail. And there are a couple different ways and styles that you can create them. Three primary ways that I've identified of like templates style, if you will, or, or types of making thumbnails. But again, the goal here is to create better thumbnails. And this may not be your best. You may go through multiple variations, but we're going to help you get to better but before we do that, let's dive into this week's Gear Fix. So, of course, because we're talking about creating better thumbnails this week, we need to be talking about what you can use to make better thumbnails. I am a 1000% supporter of using Canva. And so this week's Gear Fix is going to be using Canva Pro because everything like some stuff is fine with the free account. That may be all that you need. But there are some things to where it's like it's a free account to get you to start using it to really start to leverage the better elements of the paid account. But some stuff for whatever weird reason, reason maybe a bad marketing or <laughs> just really not having it's like, hey, we really want to make some money so you can pay, but there's not really any big benefit to it. Like some stuff is like that, which oddly enough is just as a thing sometimes, but Canva actually has a good distinction. If nothing else, Canva Pro has access to the background remover. I had in my mind to create a thumbnail and I wanted to do this thumbnail better about removing background noise. I'm like, okay, I have in my mind an image, but this image requires like a sound graphic, if you will. I needed the audio level bars and I'm like, I don't really want to go through a tremendous amount of work trying to cap create capture 
and like cut out an audio bar like to or to make one or something there about a couple different ways that I could have done it but I'm like let me see if the background remover will help and it absolutely didn't I was I was able to pull the graphics that I wanted and get that audio image so you can go and look up that video and that was an actual picture that had the graphics and stuff with the um, audio bars if you will sound or sine wave I believe it's called but I was able to cut that out using the background remover. It did almost like a perfect job. And I was able to customize it and colorize it specific to the vibe that I wanted to have for the thumbnail. But this is not possible if you don't use Canva Pro. If you're using Canva Free or you're trying to use parts of Canva Free and then go someplace to another free, you're spinning your wheels and wasting your time. And for like the 12 or 15 bucks that it costs per month, it's absolutely worth it. And if you have a nonprofit or a 501c3, you can get access to this for free. All you have to do is look up Canva Pro um, for or Canva for nonprofits. And there's like a form that you have to fill out or something very simple, but you can get access to this. And teachers, you also get access to Canva Pro for free. So your gear fix this week is Canva Pro. Check out that background remover and you go to go to diana.link forward slash Canva to get access. So when it comes to creating a type of thumbnail, there's really three styles that I've identified that I generally will see when people are creating thumbnails and when I have even gone through the different processes of creating thumbnails. And that first version or first way, rather not version, but a type is a template style. Now, if you go into Canva and you search YouTube thumbnail, you will find a tremendous amount of actually fantastic examples of thumbnails. And because this is in Canva, it usually has a bunch of different elements and graphics and text and all this extra other stuff that's already baked in. And these are actually already created by designers. And the only thing that you have to do is kind of like replace that stock image with yours or find another stock image that's relevant for you. Early on when I was creating thumbnails, I didn't use any photos of myself, really, I just would find other stock images or screen grabs or whatever, but I wouldn't actually take a dedicated thumbnail. Um, and I guess that kind of just plays into the idea of being uncomfortable or just assuming there's a quick and cheap way that I could do this without me having to put myself out there, or maybe it's better without me on it or whatever things that you think about when you're going through. So a couple pros when it comes to this, some benefits when you're using like a template style in Canva or similar, or just a template style in general. They're quick and they're efficient. You can crank out a ton of thumbnails in no time flat. And for a time, this may be best for you or for certain types of things, this may work. Um, but the thing with this is also has some cons, which is that it's not original in the sense that because it's Canva, like we all literally could go and pick out one of the fitness ones and we literally would have minus some color changes or something, we would have the exact same thumbnail. And so there, the uniqueness, uniqueness kind of gets lost. And it's the same idea of finding or seeing that girl at homecoming or going to work and you're both wearing the exact same outfit because you found it on sale at the exact same store. And somehow the moons aligned and you <laughs> decided to wear it on the same day. And so a moment where you thought you were feeling fly or what have you, or at least the way it's portrayed on television, 
is that now all of a sudden it's crushed because they are jocking your style. But this is not necessarily seen when it comes to thumbnails because you don't know. It doesn't tell you how many other people use this that honestly would be to their detriment to share that. But you eventually come across it. You eventually do see it. And if you're somebody like myself or you're an educator in the space, you absolutely know it when you see it. So that template style is fine. It's, it's great. It's efficient. And you can produce thumbnails at bulk. And this does help tremendous, tremendously. Like if you look back at some, like I, you can look at any of the things that I'm sharing and talking and teaching about. All of that stuff is still public on my YouTube channel. So the next version that you can take a look into when it, you're talking about creating thumbnails is something that's completely original. This is a thumbnail that is a unique photo idea. If you ever look up the hashtag photography or videography or filmmaker on TikTok or Instagram, and you look at like the Instagram reels or the TikTok videos and you see photographers, even whether they're using their smartphone or a camera, they do some amazing stuff where they may light um, some toilet paper on fire and hold it up with a leaf next to it. And it winds up being, by the time they're done editing it, something that looks completely out of this world. And it's just the weirdest group of things that you would never think to use. So these are totally unique photo ideas or video ideas. And that translates into the thumbnail. And so it could be something like that where it absolutely um, would include some very uncommon ways of creating it. It doesn't mean that it has to be, but it just means you put some extra thought into it. I'm just using that for an example. This also means that because of its uniqueness, maybe they included some Photoshop elements where they were hovering over their desk saying that this was going to be a behind the scenes of their desk reveal or their desk setup. And to do this, they showed themselves levitating. Average everyday Joe Schmo is not going to go through the work of doing however are the multiple ways that you could pull this off, whether you sit on a green fabric or you go outside, use something like the Canva background remover, and then you make those micro adjustments. Most people aren't going through that extra effort in order to levitate or to really pull that off in a thumbnail in the way that it's very well done to do something for a video. But that's something that would be completely original, not that you are the first person to ever do it, but the idea and the essence and the energy that you're putting into it is an original concept for your video. So pros with that, like I said, it's completely original, it's unique, and it's super eye-catching. Cons with that, it probably takes a lot of time to go through the effort. And in, in addition to the energy and the, and the work that you have to do uh, in order to do that. And then the other con was that is that it extends out the creative time that you need to invest when it comes to publishing a video. A lot of things go into publishing a YouTube video. And when you think about it, if you're down to the wire and everything else is right, sometimes you'll find yourself doing a good enough thumbnail because you just want to publish the video. <laughs> like you've done so much already. You're like the hell with this. I'm just ready for this to be over. 
when you're creating a thumbnail that is very unique and maybe completely original, then you are now extending the amount of time before you can hit that publish button. And sometimes you run into the space where you're just frustrated and you're annoyed and you're ready for it to be over with. So, but it's some things about that to, to consider. And you've probably seen some that really catch your eye, no matter what niche you're into. And just like, Hmm, interesting. Now, the other one, which is one that I personally prefer, which is what I call a hybrid style of creating thumbnails, which this is some elements maybe of a template or some elements of something that you saw, but it also includes some original ideas. So when you think about perhaps the thumbnail that I discussed about removing background noise, I have myself in there doing a pose like I'm holding my ears. I also have a picture that I didn't have to take or a screen capture or whatever that is in the background, have a couple layers to darken that image. And then I'm taking something, but I'm adding a little bit of a unique spin on it by having the sine wave, but that's cut out. Instead of it just being a sine wave photo behind me, I'm doing multiple layers of different things. So adding some elements of both. I personally prefer more or less like a hybrid. And then sometimes there's the odd occasion where maybe you want something completely original and unique as you get the idea for it. But a hybrid at least is a good starting place, I feel. Now, that's not to say that template style uh, don't work or that they are just like the poor man's version of it. Like, no, 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 no. Let's not get it twisted because some thumbnails are just a photo of the thing. I love to give the example of how to bake yeast rolls from scratch as the search phrase that maybe we would put that into YouTube. And when you do that, some of the best thumbnails is just literally the rolls that are buttered, golden brown, and they are sitting in the pan as if we are just waiting for the smell to catch up with the search engine. However, those thumbnails work because they are original in the sense that it's that actual end result of the thing. And then maybe, maybe you add a little bit of some sharpening. Maybe you increase the brightness and the saturation and the contrast and all the different little photo elements just to make it pop a little bit more. And so in doing that, you're just enhancing what's already there. And so that still is an original photo, but it just isn't necessarily something that's totally unique, but it is still an original photo. So when you think about it, but that alludes to the thing that the people want, what are they looking for when they're searching for content? They expect at that search result, like I want to make some fantastic yeast rolls for my family. I want to enjoy them with the meal. If that's my end result goal for my reason and basis for putting in this search phrase, the thumbnail now needs to contribute to that. And if it doesn't, then what can I do as the creator to further help bring home the point of getting them that end result that they want based on what they're putting in search? So it's not just about spending and dumping a ton of time into making thumbnails, but just putting more thought and effort into what kind of thumbnail is going to do the job for the videos that you're creating. So when you think about your next video ideas, 
also start thinking about the thumbnails. The goal is not to say, because it's really hard pressed for somebody to tell you an exact something that you can do specifically for your thumbnails without, you know, going into a coaching session. But in a general sense, you can always be in the process of creating a better thumbnail by putting more thought, effort and work into it before you ever press record on the camera. So start thinking about the kind of thumbnail that you want to create and how that thumbnail is going to attract, either repel or make it ignorable for your target and core audience that you are wanting to connect your content with. So that's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode. So if you're new here, come back around for next week's episode or go check out one of the other episodes that we have on the podcast. Again, this podcast is dedicated to you helping you simplify the video creation process. But if you know somebody else, they may be able to take advantage of that. Want to get started in YouTube or starting creative videos, share the link with them. Kick them over one of the episodes that you found valuable or that you think would help them out the most. And if you haven't left a rating or review, be sure to do that. I highly appreciate it. And as I love to end all of my podcasts, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sales. With that, guys, live a passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the video Simplify Podcast. Take care. Mm-hmm.